Under the Influence podcast. I'm your host, Whitney Eckes, a serial entrepreneur and social media guru that has an infatuation with all things business related. On the show, we bring together brands, creators, and thought leaders to discuss the power of influence. Each episode is jam-packed with learnings, firsthand stories, and conversations from guests that truly have their finger on the pulse. Stay tuned as we dive into the stories and explore the impact they're making by getting under the influence. Welcome back to Under the Influence Podcast. I am your host. Today, we're doing an episode on a really interesting topic. And I've been kind of prolonging all my solos because there's just been so much going on. There's a lot of different things that have been in the works and things that I'm not ready to like announce or discuss. And like, honestly, I feel like I've been saying this for, which I have been saying this for like the last six to nine months. And it just keeps building. So there's a lot of things where I feel like I want to bring to the podcast and I want to be fully open and transparent about my experience. But then there's also this line of, well, is it necessarily ready? Am I ready for to discuss all of it? Am I ready to announce all of it? Am I ready to open up and share my learnings about it? And no, like I'm not. So a lot of the podcast has been kind of me talking about these different subjects without really opening up on where I'm currently at, which feels both very authentic and transparent, but also feels like I'm only letting you guys see like 25% of what's actually going on behind the scenes, which is okay. That's okay for right now. I'm in this state of really understanding what this year has looked like and what I want it to look like and what next year is going to look like. And it's been a super transformative year. It's been something where I'm taking into account, taking stock of where I'm at with my career, where I'm at with my businesses, where I'm going to go and what different avenues I want to go into. And I'm also turning fucking 30. And that in and of itself, I never thought age would be something that bothers me, but it has been something where it's kind of creating a little bit of like a, I guess you would call it like a midlife crisis or a life crisis. I'm not even, it's not even midlife yet, but like, it's kind of something where I'm looking at the last decade of my life and understanding what I did, how I did it and what I would do differently. And so there's been a little bit of like a grieving process. There's been a little bit of like a learning process. And my eyes have really just been open to like, who is Whitney and what do these next 10 years, what are they going to look like for her? Which brings me to today's topic. So I wanted to dive into masculine and feminine energy. And the reason why I wanted to dive into this topic is because there's a lot of information on podcasts and out on the internet on what masculine and feminine energy is, but there's a lack of talking about the duality of it and talking about how we can be using both of these energies to our advantage and when to leverage them appropriately. And I've also seen there's a lot of women, there's a lot of pressure that women need to be living in their feminine energy. And there's just, there's just a lot of like pressure on like, we're doing it wrong. We're doing it all wrong. And I don't know if I necessarily agree with that. But what I do agree with is that I think that both of these energies have a lack of awareness generally of inside of us. But also, too, I think there's a lack of understanding of how to pull the levers and when. 
And this has been coming up a lot for me because I've been switching between both. And I've always kind of switched between both within my business. And in fact, a lot of the beginning years of my business, I was solely in masculine because I thought that's how I had to be. But now as I'm looking at this dance that I've been dancing for the last six to nine months, I'm realizing I am super well aware of when I turn on the masculine and when I turn on the feminine. And now that I'm even more aware of that, I could use these things to my advantage in the sense of really getting across whatever plan of action I want to get across. So let's, let's kind of just start at the top. Like what I'm going to give you like the brief overview of what masculine and feminine energy are. And then I want to get into the three ways that I use them in my business and how I use them kind of in my life and give you actual tangible examples of when I can switch on and off. Now, mind you, our emotions and our ego make this incredibly difficult. So switching between back and forth and really telling yourself, you know, you have to leave whatever feelings or things are on the table in order to move into this energy is very difficult and it's very tricky. And business is emotional, right? Your jobs are emotional. Anything that you do in and around your life that involves your career, your success, your financial status, is it gets hard to leave all your emotions on the table. But there's a difference between leaving your emotions on the table and leading with your ego or leaving your emotions on the table and leading with what is the best outcome for all. So, okay. So masculine energy is characterized by doing and achieving, and it is also molded by logic and reason. Okay. So like when I think of a masculine energy, I think strong, controlled, focused. I think of the businessman. I think of the guy that is no bullshit, flexes his muscles in and out of the boardroom. It's that guy. It is the atypical masculine energy. And that might like dif- that might look different for you. I'm obviously looking through this as from a business lens, but that's what that looks like to me. The feminine is more intuitive. It kind of, you know, it's more flowy. It's characterized just by being. It's kind of softer, right? It's, you know, free, flowing, open, and even wild. Like I see a lot of my feminine. I almost kind of imagine my feminine as the girl that is just free flowing. The one that is very creative. She's very intuitive. She's very open. There's really not a whole lot of expectations she puts in and on herself. She's very loving. It's very soft, but it's also wildly creative. And there's that sense of wildness, that passion, that drive. There's it's I'm sparked by whatever really sets my heart on fire. That's what I see as the feminine. So when these energies are balanced within us, right? We also experience like this harmony. And a lot of times, which again, I feel like there's so much like out there where it's like, you're doing this wrong. They feel like they're constantly out of balance, right? And that's either either A, a lack of awareness or B, because it's hard to balance both of them at the same time, right? Your emotions, your ego, your pride, your passions, you know, business, your job, whatever gets in the way and it throws everything off. And when you get into that point of unbalance, you're kind of looking at things either through a scarcity mindset, you're looking at things through holy shit, what's happening? I don't really know which one to lean into because I don't know which one's right. So let's kind of break down now the three ways that I use it in a business, okay? So again, masculine, boardroom guy, feminine. I don't know why this is coming up, but I'm envisioning like Whitney, I guess at 21 in the middle of Coachella Fields that was just like painting and didn't have a job. Like, But like happy as hell, 
free-flowing, wild, super passionate. Like those are our two personas we're working with here. And again, that's going to look different for you, but that for me, that's how this looks. Okay. So first and foremost, when do I activate my masculine, my feminine. So I have one example of when I'm solely in feminine. And then I have one example when I'm solely in masculine. And then I have my third, which is the duality of them, which is leveraging both of them at the same time. So the first one is my feminine is always for my people. Okay. It is always looking at my people from an emotional, empathetic state, and also bringing myself back to the realness of what's happening. So a lot of times I utilize this when I'm in a interpersonal communication situation. So I'm talking to my team, I'm talking to clients, I'm talking to my boyfriend or other women or things, you know, whoever, my best friends, my feminine is really for my people. And I use this because it does bring me back to this grounded, empathetic state of being able to open up my mind, being able to be more free-flowing, being able to hear people. And again, this is what I try to do in these situations, right? So for example, you know, trying to understand or listen to an employee's needs or someone else's needs, you know, or listening to an upset or frustrated client without immediately getting defensive or jumping straight to the matter of fact. It's opening up for someone that I need to hold space for. So my feminine's really saved a lot of times. I find myself naturally going into that in those circumstances. I like doing this because it also, it kind of, again, when I'm looking at it from a business perspective, it puts all the cards on the table, but it also opens up for possibilities, right? When we choose to leave with our feminine in really sensitive situations or in communications or confrontations or things like that, where things are getting nitty gritty and people need to be heard, it's best to keep an open mind. It's best to hear them out. And that softness, that empathetic energy really kind of takes everything and opens it up. Whether it's a contract and talking to your clients, like, you know, in the sense of like, hey, like I want to hold space. What are you going through? Like if the contract wasn't a thing, like let's just have a conversation about your needs. If it's, you know, even a relationship or a friendship. Hey, like I'm not holding you to any expectations. I just want to hear you out right now. What is, you know, where are you currently at? You diffuse the situation and it actually allows for someone to really get straight to the point and for you guys to problem solve even faster together. It also opens them up to being able to talk to you and not feeling like they're going to be put, you know, you're not going to go on the defense. You're not going to hurt them. You're not going to attack them. It sets this person up for really a safe space. So my feminine is always used for my people. Okay. My masculine, <laughs> my masculine is saved for kind of the no bullshit, energetically draining or situations that need absolute clarity. That's what that's for. My masculine gets turned on con- contract negotiations. It gets turned on when they're, you know, when someone has wronged someone within the company or someone is doing something that is not necessarily kosher. It is saved for boundaries. It is saved for things that I'm not available for, I'm not open for. A lot of my masculine has been in overdrive this year between trying to understand what my next steps are, the people that I want in my circle, and also what I'm available for and what I'm tolerant for. I've talked a lot about investing. I've talked a lot about different things that I'm available for in the investment world. There's 
this art, and I feel like a lot of women that are entrepreneurs or that are incredibly career-driven see this, where there's a lot of people that are willing to underestimate you, willing to take advantage of you. And even, you know, even if it's your boss, your job, or your freelancing or whatever, this can apply to you too. But as a woman, there's a lot easier or a higher percentage that people are going to look you over and assume that you don't know the details of which in order for you to perform at your highest. Okay. Let's just, let's just put it that way. So when we're looking at investment deals, when I'm looking at businesses, when I'm looking at acquisitions, mergers, you know, taking on clients, if I, am I going to get a percentage of equity, whatever the hell I'm doing, this masculine energy comes on inside me. And it's almost like a protection mechanism, but it's also something that gets straight to the point, no bullshit, no emotion. And this is what I save this for. In fact, a girlfriend of mine called me up and she was having a really difficult time with a client and me and her, and she's incredible at navigating her masculine and feminine energy. But there was a moment where we both said, look, this is time to put everything on the table to set a boundary with this client. There's no emotion. It is what it is. This is what's happening. And you're setting the tone and you're owning the conversation. And she did. And it worked out great. And so there are moments in that time where that masculine energy is actually really protective and will get straight to the point and is really beneficial for you. And so I like to feel like too, like I like to, I'm going to get a little like visualization here, weird, but I almost like to envision like my masculine energy is like, it's like the protection of like my dad, or it's like the protection of like a really strong like businessman. And so when I lean into that energy, I'm able to make these decisions. I'm able to feel supported. I'm able to feel like someone has my back and I'm able to make these decisions without getting too into the weeds with my emotions or where I'm feeling or having too much empathy or things like that, because shit needs to get done. Again, a difficult client, a business deal or transaction or a boundary. Those are my examples of when this turns on very quickly. And again, being a woman, a lot of times that directness can come off bitchy, but honestly, at the end of the day, like fuck being called bitchy. Like I'm so over like that. I'm supposed to dance and, you know, be underestimated and be looked at from a different perspective of like, I don't know what I'm doing or I'm supposed to be, you know, professional, which means I'm supposed to be nice because I'm a woman. At the end of the day, clarity and directness will get you where you want to go within certain grounds and within certain situations. And you get to use that masculine energy for that. That is something that is gifted to you to leverage and pull the trigger when needed. Get Super is an instant wellness beverage brand created by moi. So good, you won't believe it's instant. It's for those seeking convenient energy sans the jitters. That's right. We put good old-fashioned broad-spectrum hemp CBD into our organic Arabica instant coffee. It's probably Arabica, but I call it Arabica because it sounds more fun. Get Super and our hemp extract contains all the naturally occurring cannabinoids and turpentines. We include about 20 milligrams of hemp per each stick pack to give you all the fun, calm energy, plus that true entourage effect. All the benefits without getting quote unquote high, as all of our products are non-psychoactive. Get Super has been featured in Forbes US Today and was named top startup to watch in 2021 by Yahoo Finance. Also, you guys, Get Super has helped me with my anxiety. It helps me sleep better at night. I've mentioned to you guys my whole mental health journey. And honestly, this company was a just 
passion and project of love because of what I've gone through and what I've walked through with my own depression and anxiety. I hope that it will help you the same exact way it has helped me. So go ahead and get your 15% off by using the code under the influence 15 at checkout. That's right. Under the influence 15 at checkout. So let's move into duality, baby. So now we have the feminine, we have the masculine. How about using them at the same time and letting them intermix together? Again, we talked at the, or I said at the beginning, when we, when they're balanced, when we, when they're working together, there's this sense of harmony and flow. And this is one of my favorite things to use. And I'm going to tell you a really funny story. So before I was an entrepreneur, I used to do this thing where me and my cousin would go out to bars and we'd make bets on, (laughs) on if I could get someone to, get me into one of their business dealings or get them to start talking about business or buy us a shot because I'm coming off like I'm some entrepreneur. So mind you, we'd go to a bar, we'd get people drunk or I'd get drunk or whatever it was. And we basically convinced people that we were these like either high level CEOs, entrepreneurs, we're looking to buy a business, we're looking to sell a business. One time I had a guy actually write me up an offer for... for one of his boats that he was trying to sell. It was just this fun thing that we used to do. And no one knew who we were. I wasn't an entrepreneur. My cousin didn't know shit. Like I was straight out of college. It was just something we used to do in our twenties for fun. And obviously pretending to be someone is always hilarious, especially at a bar, especially when shots are involved. So I would love to do this because energetically, like I remember thinking I could come up with all these creative ideas. Like I was so good at like, just like coming up with, these crazy visions for companies and then selling people on them at the bar and like just having a hilarious conversation and getting people to think that like I was so-and-so when I really was just Whitney that was just fucking around with people. Anyway, the story brings me back to this duality. And the reason why I love that story so much is because before I became an entrepreneur, I started realizing that it wasn't that that made me a great entrepreneur. It was the fact that I was allowing both my feminine and masculine to create together and to logistically come up with these ideas that actually seemed so good and so convincible that people would actually buy into them, especially if they're a little intoxicated. So the duality I'm talking about is basically this creative flow. So the way in which I use it is I allow my feminine energy, which is basically saved for my flow and it allows my creative side to go wild, right? So let's just start maybe with an idea, like for example, like Get Super, okay? I had so much fun with that brand and creating the colors and creating, you know, using the logo and manipulating it and all the different, you know, the website design and things like that. Like it was just this creative, beautiful vision, you know? And I, I started building out, I remember I still had these two pieces of paper where I wrote down everything I wanted to do with Get Super and the vision of it, where I'm going to take it, who I'm going to work with, what's going to happen, where it's going to be retailed, like all these things. Like it just had all this vision, all this big, creative, flowy energy. Okay. And then from there, I started thinking like, okay, now we need the logistics. What are the logistics of how we're going to build this out? Now that we're in the sky and we see the 10,000 feet view, how do we bring it to the ground and actually create the car that's going to drive on the road? Right. 
So that's where the masculine comes in. And that's where it's the no bullshit. Okay, I need partners. Okay, I need logistics. Okay, I need I need X amount of capital to do this. I need to be selling X amount of boxes in order for me to continue this. And there's this masculine kind of flow that actually builds in the integration part of whatever this flowy idea is. Again, I was doing this freaking 21, 22 at a bar absolutely drunk and not knowing what I was doing. But now as an entrepreneur, I sit here and I'm like, holy shit, I'm integrating both of these things that are inside of me and allowing them to co-create, which comes out to be this beautiful project or idea. I also talk about all the time. I have like 27 different business ideas every, like, I shouldn't say every day. Let's just say like every month. I I literally have, I'm looking at a giant post-it note hanging on my wall, just all the different business ideas and all the different business plans that I have like inside my head. And so this flow allows me to stay creative. It allows me to keep, you know, building and creating all these different things. So the one thing too, that I've also noticed is that, so when we're using this duality, right? One of the things that I noticed about myself is that I've actually allowed the masculine to step in more when I'm in this state, because it's the masculine again, is like that strong controlled focus where sometimes it steps in too much where I get burnt out. So this feminine creative flow needs to be nurtured, right? And when we, again, are looking at our jobs, we're looking at the businesses, we're looking at our startups, we're looking at whatever, a lot of time we see this feminine energy get drained and there's no creativity left, which only allows for the masculine controlled scarcity energy to start stepping in. And that's also something I've seen with obviously operating multiple businesses, but looking at the ways in which I want to move forward. I've been having lately this, just this like lack of creativity and just like feeling so exhausted mentally. And I started realizing there was not a lot of time to be playing in this duality mode, to be nurturing this feminine energy, to be like, okay, Whitney, if you had a blank canvas, what would you do? Like get freedom and time just to be creative. And so I think this is really important when we look at this duality part of thinking about the visionary and the integrator, right? The feminine sees the road, the masculine builds the road. You know, you allow the masculine to run the logistics of whatever the feminine is filling into. And then you nurture that feminine. You allow that feminine to still have space, to still have enough creativity so that the integrator can still step in and they can still keep creating. And again, this is something too, where I've honestly had to become more aware of it. And a lot of it came from this year of like, you know, a lot of my burnout is actually coming from, I'm not allowing myself to have enough time in my feminine. I'm not allowing myself to have enough creative energy or flow. And so I'm so in my masculine that it almost again, drains out this feminine or burns it out so that there's only masculine continuing. So the duality is it's, it's a dance, right? It's something that we have to learn within ourselves and understand within ourselves where we're currently at and how do we nurture that? So those are my three my feminine for my people, my masculine for, you know, situations that need clarity and then my duality for creation, right? Creation and integration. There's so many other ways too that you can be utilizing this outside of entrepreneurship. You know, there's creative projects or negotiating pay and contracts at your job or just looking at your hobbies. Like what ways can you integrate both? But I think eventually the duality, it's up to us. We just have to recognize it. You guys, what a what a fabulous episode. You know, thank you guys again for just the beautiful community and everyone just honestly showing up for 
the giveaways and you even the reviews. And it's just been really awesome continuing to see how this podcast has grown. And now that we're past 100 episodes, seeing how it's continuing to just compound, which is so exciting. I wanted to read a review. I love reading reviews on this on, you know, our hotshot episodes. And again, if this is your guys's review, DM me, screenshot it, DM me, and we will send you an Amazon gift card, which is so fun. But yeah, so I want to read <laughs> I want to read this one review and it's I believe the name is I love Nash Greer, he is life. So this is what the review says. It says Best podcast, my go-to whenever I am not sure what to listen, but wanting to be thinking and being productive. I love it so much and it gets me thinking what needs an amazing host and is able to guide the audience through an amazing podcast that they want to come back time after time. Super helpful and informative. Thank you for all you do on the podcast and how it has taught me so much. So thank you so much for this review. You guys, again, reviews help us out so much. It helps us rank. It helps us reach new audiences and it helps keep the show going. We can't do it without you guys and we can't do it without our wonderful guests. So reviews mean the world to us. And if you'd like to submit a review and have me read it on our next Hot Shot episode, please do. Again, I read one every single time we have a Hot Shot episode. And if it is you, screenshot it, DM it to me, and we'll send you guys an Amazon gift card. So I love you all. And uh, thanks for going under the influence with me today. <laughs>